Perfect. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Reaction Therapy Podcast. I'm your resident psychotherapist Tom Stevens here to chat with my son, the engineer, producer, all the other great things of this podcast. Nick, it is great to be here. We have a good show lined Man, up for today. We have a jam-packed mm. show. We have a lot to talk about today. I'm excited for this one. I can't wait. This is going to be fun because we get to dive back into the history yeah. of reaction therapy. And y'all, we're getting into the meat of what happened as the machine started churning. So we're yeah. going to go through the month of January today. And I'm super excited about that. But things, you know, it's crazy, isn't it, to go backwards to kind of the history of how things just started growing. But yet at in the present day right now, things are going very quickly, too. So it's kind of like we're pausing. Let's go backwards and yeah. remember and then we'll go forward later. Yeah, it's so it's so weird just to think how we are grinding every day. I mean, we're in yeah. the midst of just grinding out content, trying to grow. And then when you get on this podcast and talk about the past, it's like, wow, we thought we were busy back then. Yeah, we're no super kidding. busy now. So how's your day going, by the way? It's good. It's it's pretty late at night. Um, I'm a little tired from the day, but you know what? I'm excited to talk about these topics. We have some other topics today, too, to talk about, so I'm I excited. Love it. This is such a cool time. It's cool to sit here and talk with you. As much as there are details to manage with reaction therapy, I think once we finally settle in and do this, it's fun. I had yeah. an exhausting day at work. have been a lot of exhausting days coming off of being out of town. And last night was yeah. a late night for us, but we've. Oh, I think we kind of expected it, right? When we go out of town, we come back, we prepped, we got a lot of videos ready for going out of town. And when we come back, we've got to kind of get the machine going again so that we can have a lot of great content for everybody out there reaction therapy because we're yep. a family and we want to, we want to, you know what I've noticed with you over what? the past few weeks? What? And I'm not sure if everybody out there notices. Uh, Number one, I don't notice it. So. We've abandoned the schedule of the, that's a big thing for you. Because you're very routine, you're very scheduled, and you've gone out of your box by not having the same artist each day, each week. You've mixed it up, oh. variety, <laughs> you've changed up the songs, you've changed up the genres. I mean, we've had everything from yes. uh, Jelly Roll to uh, Bo Burnham to uh, uh, Harry Mack to... You know, the X to Tupac, country to, music. Yeah. We you've done all of it, so I, kudos to you because you have shaken things up. I think people yeah. have noticed it, but part of that's kind of cool because you never know what's coming next. We have not forgotten. If you ever think we've forgotten about somebody, we haven't. Whether that it's is. X or Juice World or Lil Peep or Suicide Boys yeah. or whoever else, we uh, haven't. That is definitely a fact, and I didn't know where you're going with that for a second. I'm like, what are you talking about? But yeah, I definitely have. It's been really tough. The good thing for me is I still have a schedule and like I can still schedule it out even if it's not yeah. like, okay, these people this day, you know, I've seen some comments even after our last Harry Mac video that said you should just have a Harry Mac day. And for me, it's like, I love that idea. Like it makes me want to do it. But then at the same time, it's like, I like to have just variety and now to change it up is so cool because people now can't get on us for saying you don't do this guy, you don't do this guy. We do everybody. So we've lost count of how many oh, artists we've covered. It would take a while to at this count point. that. I and I'm proud of us for that because yeah. we haven't just sold out to doing one thing and this podcast, which is so much fun. And and by the way, 
I think both of us are getting more and more excited because we've started lining up more and more artists to interview on this show. And as that starts happening, it's just, we want to do all of it now. And it's really hard to be patient and wait. And we have to schedule interviews and we have to get them set for when we record. And then we have to to get them all edited and ready for release. And then that's just kind of weeks in the making. So we're actually doing all of that now and super excited for what you get to see coming up real soon. It's going to be fun. Plus, I'm sporting my merch today, if you didn't notice. You can even look in the camera and probably see that on my sleeve, it says reaction therapy therapy. and reactions are my therapy. So I think I've mentioned this before. This is like one of the only reaction therapy shirts I actually own. I need to get some more. (laughs) I I think I should have more. We've run out of a lot of it. That's the problem. So we either print more of what we had, which were the the sayings and the the styles we had, or we create new ones, which we might just do. Hey, if y'all have any suggestions, leave it down in the comments for sure. We need need some more ideas from y'all. Y'all are creative people. By the way, speaking of creative people, check out the Discord because there's some really creative people in there. Just somebody just won an art contest a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So go check that out and drop your suggestions in the Discord too of like what merch you want to see, what designs, what logos. No doubt. Over 2,000 people on that Discord server. Charlotte's done an amazing job over there. And she is running the show and has a great team behind her. So shout out to Charlotte for taking care of all of that operation on a day-to-day basis. And she treats it like her family. She cares about the people there and everybody who's involved. The leadership is incredible. The moderators that are there, just a super operation. It's a great, fun place to be. And we don't like hate here, right? We like support. We like encouragement. And we may disagree on certain things or what artists we like or don't like, but but we really don't like people just down in other people. And maybe that's different yeah. on other channels, but not here. Yeah, we're we're such a tight knit family. I've said that love before, it. but it's so awesome. I so love it. You mentioned it. I don't know if you read the sheet or not, but no. new artists are going to be coming very soon for us to interview. Yes. That's coming soon, and we can't say who yet, but we have some people who have agreed. So. It's going to be really yeah, exciting. So it's coming with, with the podcast, right? It's coming sooner. So, yeah. yeah. It's coming sooner than you think. It might already be out. I, I honestly don't know. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Share yeah. this podcast with other people. Yes, definitely. We hope it's, we hope it's good for you. So yeah. what's up today? Today? So, of course, we're going to talk about history. But before that, there's some, like, not breaking news or anything. But I was just looking up, like, what would be a good, like, intro topic to do? And by the way, I need to... Uh, do this real quick. Oh, wow. There so our, we go. <laughs> our intro topic Love today it. is actually going to be something that's happening as we record this. It's happening literally tomorrow. And that is Eminem is dropping a new song tomorrow. Oh, and yes. I oh, didn't even realize this. Eminem's dropping a song. He's dropping it. Um, he has CeeLo Green on, his, on the oh, track, too. Now I've got to go check so this out. Maybe... There will be a reaction tomorrow. I don't know. But it's a song with Seal Green. What is it called? It's called The King and I. It is from the El- the new Elvis movie that's coming mm-hmm. out. And y'all, it's right around this time this podcast is coming out. The Elvis movie will be out. It's part of that movie. And so he's yeah. releasing that tomorrow. And it's awesome. pretty, pretty hyped up. So Yeah, somehow I think we ought to be able to talk about these things as if when they're released this yeah. podcast it gets too confusing for us to say tomorrow because by then it's a week later yeah. so or maybe <laughs> we're just going to start talking about things as the release dates happen how about yeah. that okay well 
<laughs> a couple weeks ago, Eminem released a song. <laughs> I don't know. So, but I yeah. am so excited. Anything Eminem I'm excited about. And I would love to see a journey list on Eminem, even though we've done a ton of songs of his already. But just more of who he is, because I do enjoy his music. I enjoy his story. Yeah. And would love the chance to hear more about that, because he he's really had quite a life. Yeah, he really he's has. amazing at what he does. And also, what I want to get this opinion from you. What do you yeah. think of an Eminem-Celo Green combination? That's kind of weird it's, to me. It's very bizarre to me. I don't understand it. Like, CeeLo Green, to me, is kind of out there a little bit. But he seems very bright. Like, he seems very intelligent musically. And so he obviously has a lot going for him. And the way he sings, I don't know. I, I just get that Forget You song out <laughs> of, can't get that out of my head. And I guess it wasn't really Forget You. No, that's the, not. The explicit version. Yeah, the I explicit the, version was not Forget You. It was but, the clean version, man. Yeah. I've, I've since abandoned all clean versions, right? Because y'all wouldn't tolerate that. <laughs> I have to listen to the full. If I do a clean version, do you see the comments we get? Go back and redo it. And yep. so I'm fine with that. Let's just go straight up. <laughs> straight up. Yeah. So I think that combination is interesting. I only know CeeLo from The Voice, honestly. That's mm-hmm. where I kind of found out who he was. And he was just this funny, funny guy, kind of a humorous character to, to watch on there. Um, but he can sing a little bit. Yeah. So I'm interested to see. I think there's already like leaks of it out. Yeah. But I'm excited to see what that is going to sound like. I can't wait. Like, I am totally not a music guy as far as being a critic and understanding how to critique music. So I think it's kind of cool for me. It's fun because I'm just looking for what the lyrics say and I'm looking for the entertainment value. I'm not looking for how amazing and incredible their, their lyrical ability or their tone or any of that stuff cadence is. I'm looking for just straight up, like, was it entertaining to me? And did the lyrics have any meaning or impact? So it's reaction therapy for me. I'm just mental health, Tom. Mental health, Tom. Mental health, Tom. Well, speaking of mental health, Tom, yeah. what do you think of, speaking of just Eminem and stuff, what do you think of the journey with him? We've kind of gone, we went through NF a couple episodes ago. <laughs> what about the journey with Eminem? Because he started earlier too. Like it was kind of NF, Juice World, and then Eminem yeah. came on slowly. And then we did reacted to Stan and that reaction blew up. And then we've just kind of gone from there. Yep. So how have you liked the Eminem journey? So I feel far? like it's been a little bit more of an Eminem roller coaster instead yeah, of an Eminem journey. That's probably a good way to NF say that. has been smooth. We've gone from beginning to end. You could see the growth of him through his career. And with Eminem, I feel like we've jumped way back, future, I mean, to the present, to the middle, to the present, to the back. And I feel like we've gone all over the place, which in a way is kind of good because I don't know what's come before what. But I do know I could tell certain songs or certain videos, this is really old or this seems really current. And also with the the kind of lyrics that he writes with, I love, I love doing Eminem reactions. I really do because I think he's a genius and I think the way he does music to me, it's intense. For me, it's a lot of workout music. So it's yeah. more for when I go for a oh, jog or when I go work out. Yep. It's not as much. I think I appreciate NF for his artistic ability and adaptability over time. And he stayed very steady with who he is, but yeah. also shown such a variety. And it's not as it's not as intense and abrasive. So Eminem is less of my, you know, when it gets to be super explicit, people sometimes give me comments like, 
you know, downing me for talking about explicitness and oh, lyrics. I'm yeah. not, it, it doesn't bother me that it's there. Mm-hmm. It just, I think songs can do it either way. I don't think they have to have the explicit version to yeah. make the impact. Some people think they do. Yeah. So I appreciate NF for his, just where he's come from and what he's That's battled true. through. Yeah. And how he stayed so straight. Eminem to me has had such a roller coaster of yeah. a life, and he's gone to the bottom and come back up. That's true. I, th- I think you made a he's lot of He's incredible good points. today, though, isn't he? Like, he oh, yeah. is like a refined version. Like, he really has overcome a little bit like Elton John. You know, he's talked mm-hmm. about, I saw an interview where he said Elton John was kind of a sponsor of his or a mentor when he was recovering from his addiction. And he talked to Elton mm-hmm. John a lot. And Elton John went to the bottom. If you've watched that movie of his life, and now uh, he's he lives a totally clean and sober and recovered life. So I think it's pretty cool to see Eminem do that. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it, how much of a roller coaster he's gone through. And I think it's interesting with the songs you have reacted to. I mean, just all of them popping in my head. I mean, Cam is probably the most crazy Eminem song there is that's on Patreon because, you know, YouTube... <laughs> It's not a song Explain for you that to all. them. Why, why are they on Patreon? Well, I mean, Kim is on Patreon because YouTube may block it, but also it's just very vulgar and very yes. violent, and we don't want to condone that. Just like Dancing with the Devil yeah. by Immortal Technique, that's another one, very violent. And so those kind of songs go on Patreon because we don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to spread a positive vibe, not yes. talk about violence. So that's yeah. why those songs are on there. Other songs that are on Patreon are songs that got blocked on YouTube or just fit better on YouTube or better on Patreon. Some some just have a fit. And also part of being a Patreon subscriber is perks. So put some songs on on there for Patreon subscribers to But just to watch. understand, there are specific songs we put on Patreon yeah. because I don't want them on YouTube. Yeah. Like I don't, I mean. He's a who, boss man. <laughs> who I am. Uh my image as far as the kind of professional I am, yes, I don't, I mean, true. there's a fine line and there's been a couple of Juice World songs where I'm like, gosh, don't know about this yeah, because I try to have fun with it, but it does reach its point. And so that's why they're on Patreon and, yeah. and it's okay. We can do them, but yeah. So yeah. there are different reasons. But anyway, my point with that is Journey, you go Eminem. from, you go from Kim and then you have Haley's song and then you have like going through changes and like his recovery yeah. story. Like there's so much to him where like you could it's really important to like watch them in order i feel like Mm because sometimes if you watch the videos out of order you're gonna be like what is what is this kind of like with the nf journey like if you watch them out of order especially the ones with music videos you're not going to understand what's going on i totally understand that now that i didn't before why a journey list like that is important because until i've seen all the nf songs play out now I understand. I my knowledge got better and better, and my understanding of how he's grown as an artist got better. If mm-hmm. I would have just chopped around from piece to piece, it yeah. wouldn't have been the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, good point. It's important. It's important for that. That's why we're going through a Twenty One Pilots journey too. We want to see from the very beginning for them how they have kind of grown. Yeah, and you know and, what's crazy about that? Yeah. My assistant Jackie the other day I was telling her about the Twenty One Pilots journey, which she's listening to, but she said, you know, my son is a huge fan of 21 Pilots. And he said, that's not actually their first album we're doing. That I think supposedly Tyler had released an album that, well, not released. I think she said it might be unreleased from before the very first album even of his music. So there's actually music before. If y'all know something about that, 
drop that in the comments because if I you could find that, I would love to hear the music yeah. before the music. Well, oh, that, that's the same thing. I think almost every artist has that. NF has his moments album before he was. People have mentioned that, yeah. So I mean, artists do have kind of albums before they before became they who they are. Got a label or got big, yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. I mean, that that does happen. I'm sure that we can find that somewhere. If y'all know anything about that. Let us know the Twenty One Pods, another one, a huge one for me to be able to to really learn about who they are. They seem brilliant. Like Tyler seems very brilliant, yeah. just in terms of songwriting and musical ability. And I think he and Josh just uh, just magical teammate teamwork there. Oh, for sure. to, to see them in concert, just can't wait. Oh yeah. my gosh, so excited! Yeah, well, that's a great intro. So let's get into our topic of the day. Okay. Yes, there it is. All right. So our topic today is going to be history once again. So we've done basically the first month ish of our history, all the way through December. Yes, all the way through December of um, twenty twenty one. We're doing the journey of, of reaction, reaction therapy. therapy. On here. So we're gonna start in January of this year of twenty twenty two. So the first day of January, we kind of mentioned in our last video or our last podcast. We actually did, or did we, we mentioned it, right? How he did five reactions in one day. Well, at the very end, we did talk about that, that, how we had January, New Year's Day yeah. celebration. We had five videos in 10 hours, right? Yeah. Whereas every two hours a yep. video was being mm -hmm. released and you were like, this is nuts. I can't believe it we're is, doing this. Yeah, it <laughs> it's going to mess up the whole algorithm, which I didn't know anything about. But we thought it was fun. And those songs were incredible. Quarantine. Off the top of your head, you probably can't guess them i'm assuming i could I, I could guess one of them which was the next song yeah well but, speaking of that if you want to see tom try to guess it on our patreon the last the last episode or maybe two that's episodes right. ago i'm the not bonus sure episode. there was a bonus episode i think it was number last four one. when this one came out go watch that tom tries to guess the five songs that's right and he got he got an artist he got the artist i don't think he got a song right but but we did five songs on New Year's Day yeah. to celebrate the new year. So much fun. Yeah. So that was really fun. What happened after that? What the kinda... January hit, and that was our peak. Like, that's yeah. when all of a sudden the ball started rolling. We went from, you know, getting like three, four, five hundred even subscribers a day, which was unbelievable in yeah. December as it mounted, into January where I was looking at things. And our peak... In January, on one day, we got 2,400 subscribers in one day. But I think the average, uh, I think the lowest number of subscribers in one day was 1,400 in a day. So our average was right in there around 2,000 subscribers because we had a total in January of how many subscribers? We gained like 50.2K. So 50,000 50, subscribers in one month. In one month. Yeah. So we went from like 20 to 70. In a month. From December to January. And so it was a huge growing month and we, we were churning out content. You were about to head back to school. In mm -hmm. fact, you did early in January. So yeah, I got to talk about that too. That was a whole fiasco. Things really yeah. changed. <laughs> and and also we had the 50K live stream because yeah. we had 50,000 subs. We had the 50K live stream where I was here and Nick was up at school mm -hmm. talking me through it. And we did a huge contest giveaway of requests and we we anyway we, yeah. you want to do your thing first about no. school or you want to what were you going to say so we did the 50k yeah. live stream for those of you who weren't there and it's important to understand the journey because we were learning as we grow and we've been a channel y'all know this been a channel who's wanted to do new things different things 
switch up things, not to just do the same thing over and over again. And so that's why we did the five songs on New Year's Day. That's why we started doing the NF journey list. That's why we started having Juice World days, NF days, M&M days, stuff like that at this point in January. And when the 50K live stream came, we created the idea. Let's switch it up again. We love new things. So we thought, let's do, to celebrate 50K, let's do three different weeks of reactions. Let's do a week where we take, during the live stream, this is what we did. We took requests from, I think, seven to 10 different people. Yeah, I think it was We took requests, and for an entire week, we played the requests of the people in the live stream that won the contest, which was so cool. So we abandoned our schedule, and we just did the requests of the people. The second week, we did Mystery Week, which was probably the most popular. Mystery Week was yeah. every day. Do you want to say it? Yeah, I mean, Mystery Week was basically you so took fun. every single day. We had a song planned, but we didn't say it in the title, in the thumbnail, or in the description at all. So really, you had to click on the video to find out what it was. And you, Tom revealed it in the video. He said the request or the, the song today is blah, blah, and then you figured it out. Yeah, so I was just talking, hey, it's Tom, and then let's get ready to start. Without further ado, here it is, and I would pop the screen up and... Boom. So if you go back now, it won't say Mystery Week anymore. It will uh, have those. But that was yeah, the, at the, the end of January. Yeah, the thumbnails still have Mystery Week on them, but the titles of the videos are... Yeah, so actual, you could go back to the yeah. end of January. I think it might have been the 1st of February we started those mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, I think yeah. it was the 1st of February, actually. And also, an easier way to find it, we have the Mystery Week playlist. So just look for the Mystery Week yeah. playlist, and you can find all of them on there. So first week, all requests. Second week, Mystery Week. Yeah. Rando, totally rando request. Third week, rando. we did all new artists, artists we had not reacted to before. Yeah. So And we did throw in a, a couple of like Juice World, NF, just, just as keep the stuff going. We yeah. did that. But we yeah. did like... You know, 12, 13 videos those weeks. Yeah. But third week, all new artists, which was so much fun. Those three weeks were so fun. A lot of work and so much reward. Loved those yeah. weeks. Those weeks were really fun. That was kind of a highlight, honestly, of our channel so far yeah. was those weeks. I think it was a great idea. You came up with the mystery week idea. I, I think it was really cool. I like the new artists because at that point we hadn't reacted to that yeah. many artists. So to get all kinds of new uh, artists on the channel was really really yep. big for us and i think a lot of people really appreciated yeah. that um also the requests were crazy because mm-hmm. during that live stream i was up at school you were here and i was just like trying to find them because i i was in charge of looking for the comment that won or whatever and then i had to like figure out okay who they who are they, who are they what's their request and have to write all that down it was stressful but yeah. it was very fun to see it's really cool to have different kind of songs and that's why i like and you like as well patreon mm-hmm. subscribers and how they get to request a song each month that's something that's really cool because yeah. that you can request anything and so it's really cool to see what people request well and the the bonus of that is everybody else benefits from that's true. these patreon people especially the ones at the top tier of the inner circle who pay a lot of money each month to be to get those benefits, but also to have that request, and they get to pick, and they allow everybody else to have that reaction scene. And there's been some incredible music with that. So the end of January to me, the whole month of January was nothing but growth, and the the 
the part that was hardest for us, I think, at least for me, was you going back to school, mm-hmm. me recording videos here on my own, because this was yep. the first time Nick left, y'all. In December, yeah, he was home from school. He was here all the way into January. When he left for school, I was on my own. He had to train me how to, and y'all know my talents, he had to train me how to record videos on this OBS system and then to save them properly yeah. and then to forward them okay, to him. Yeah. And that so, was really complex so for my brain. Let me go into this because I have a lot to say with this, how I had to... Um, how I had to basically help Tom be able to even keep this running because it was brutal. First of all, we started this whole thing, and I've said this. We started it on my MacBook Pro, the 2019 or 2020 MacBook Pro. It's a good computer, but very slow processor. Didn't work very well. Editing videos yeah. was rough on it. That's what we recorded and edited everything on. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, I need my computer because I'm going back to school. I I need my computer for my classes. We needed to get you a different computer. So we ordered, you ordered a computer. You're exactly right. And that is what happened. That's something I'm still paying that off. Yeah. (laughs) It's an expensive computer. computer. It's a big one. So we got kind of the best, biggest computer we could find. I mean, I did. I went in and just yeah. went ahead and ordered the the best I could get in terms of, and it is. It's been a workhorse here, this MacBook thing. Yeah. And all I knew was I needed something reliable. Yeah. And it was worth the investment for me. And I wanted to do it. But literally, y'all, I'm telling you, this computer sitting right here. Yeah is solely reaction therapy. I don't carry it around to do anything else with it. I bought it as an investment to not let anything else get in the way. It does these videos, and I'm talking mega, mega gigabytes going into this. And I would have to try to send them to Nick, and I would be calling him like, I don't know if that's getting there, if it worked right. So Yeah, so Uh, I'll continue with that. By the way, I also just bought the same kind of computer Tom has. I bought another one for me because I'm like editing on my computer is getting a little annoying. I edited videos. This is a fact for y'all that y'all probably don't need to know, but (laughs) I edited videos today. I edited seven videos. It took me the entire day to get those edited just because of my computer. Anyway, so what happened basically was we had to figure out a system to send videos from Mm -hmm. here to my computer. <laughs> we worked for so long trying to figure out what to do. Can we email them? Can we Dropbox? Can yep. we, you know, can't text them? Like, how do yeah, we do no, it? And I, I worked for hours trying to yeah. figure this out. And we ended up figuring out that OneDrive was the best way to do it. And yeah. that's still the way we do it today. Even though I'm back, we still do OneDrive. So I finally figured out how to do it. I have to had to log into Tom's OneDrive. So basically <laughs> what happens is he, he records a video. I have the file set on OBS to go straight to OneDrive. And then I just go on my computer and go to OneDrive because um, I'm signed in on Tom's account. And I just download them to my computer. So that's how we've ended up doing it. And it works perfectly. Um, it works totally fine. But that's how we figured it out. But I just said all that in like less than a minute. It took us hours to figure that out. And probably days, probably days. And honestly, it was stressful because like, what were we, what were we going to do? Like, I'm going back to school. We need to keep this going. We need to figure out some way to do it. And we finally did. Yeah. And thank goodness that OneDrive is a, is a thing. Because I'll tell you this, like there y'all who know me, especially the inner circle people on Patreon know me super well. Uh, but Nick knows me unbelievably well. This, this is one of the 10 to 12 times 
in the last six months, I've been ready to call it quits. Yeah. Not because of any of you, not because of my love for reactions. Uh, it's, it's not any of that. It was, I could not handle the pressure on top of my day-to-day job and seeing clients and then the responsibility of this. And I legit was like, maybe we need to shut it down and just not do it until you get back from school. Nick kept the train moving. He wouldn't quit. And he worked until he finds, that's one great thing about Nick. I'll tell y'all, you don't see him very much, but behind the scenes, he works on something until he figures it out. There's no quit. There's no quit for me because I figured, I'm like, we're, we're getting so like at that point, like it wasn't really, we hadn't really, we we were seeing a growth and I'm like, we can't stop this here because we're going to continue to grow. We can't stop. Yeah. And so I'm just like, we got to figure it out. Also, one thing, one cool thing I did that I didn't really mention for Christmas, I got you the Elgato Stream Deck. That was yes, a savior, which right. God's right here. I'll show you. The Stream Deck, when that stream came right in, here. that has so, I mean, I didn't want to touch it at first, but yeah. when Nick set it up and he set it up even more since, it has been a lifesaver for me to push buttons. Yeah. So, yes. Because awesome. I'm like, okay, we can do all these hotkeys and different things, but what if it doesn't work correctly? Yeah. And I, I just, I mean, it's nothing against Tom, but it's just like, he's he's not a teenager yeah. or not a young adult. Like, he's he didn't grow up with this. Yeah. Like, I, I've grown up with all this, so I kind of understand it. So I'm like, I got to teach him how to do this. Yeah. So I got the stream deck. I'm like, this is going to be the easiest way possible for you to do it. So I'm like, okay, here, push this button. I have this thing set up. So you push this button to record this button to stop recording this button to switch over. So we did that. And that was a huge say. I'm so Mm -hmm. glad I decided to bite the bullet for it because you don't realize in the beginning when we first got the stream deck, this is at the beginning of January too. Nick would sit in this room with me before he went back to school and he would be here when I was doing reactions. And at the end, At the beginning, he would push record, and at the end, he would stop the record because I legit did not know what buttons to push, and I didn't care. I was too overstressed. And so he really did kind of run things for me as an engineer. And then when he was leaving, he's like, I won't be here to do this, so you're going to... And we spent hours of me practicing pushing the right buttons at the right time so that it showed the right thing on the screen. Otherwise, I would have been stuck... recording and not recording anything. And then we would be sitting here not producing content. So great job tutoring. I mean, that did happen a couple of times. Like it it was a work in progress. Well, things happen. But but for the most part, I think you trained me well enough and I've had to figure out how to swim. I mean, and now like, now it's you're you're like a, you know how to do everything now like it's it's very simple it's for you now. now you know how to you know what buttons to push as long as the buttons are there you know how to do that's it that's right and so that's but that kinda, is a lifesaver so that's a really behind the scenes look of we were struggling like yeah. but we figured it out and now we're we're good so. but to see the amount of support we had in the beginning in January oh. man after that first month was just cloud nine I was like. Once January came, the that was when I had the clear vision. People have asked me about, you know, what our goals are and stuff. But once January came and especially it got to the 50k at the middle of January, that's when my vision at least was like, wow, that 100,000 subscriber mark of this blue of this silver button is really a big thing in YouTube and a very small percentage of channels actually get to that. Yeah. So that became like a new focus of mine of like, wow, if we can keep 
producing the content we are and, and the supporters like it and the subscribers are, are coming in, then we can actually make this channel something. And we didn't have the mission of spreading mental health awareness to the world. I mean, I talk about it all the time and I like to talk about mental health, but we really weren't pushing the mental health, mental health all the time like we were, like we are now, but getting yeah. the subscribers helped us do that. I want to give a big Absolutely. shout out here too to Marley and Benjamin because another reaction channel have been super supportive of us. They yeah, shouted us sure. out on their channel, which I'm so grateful for. And if you haven't seen them, go follow them, go subscribe to them. They have a Patreon page too, which is awesome. I think you should join that. I yep. have subscribed to that. And I think it would be a really cool thing because they... You know, Benjamin was so cool at just mentioning my name and, and people sent tons of comments to me. And since we've become friends and talk to yeah. each other and hopefully soon we'll get to go to where they live and, and visit them sometime. But that would be really cool. They yep. have been amazing. So thank you, Marley and Benjamin, for being yeah. a part of that. And also uh, give kudos on top of that as time's gone on because we're a tiny fish in a big pond. And I know that there are a lot of other reaction people out there. But yeah. also, everybody else has been so supportive. Crypt, Knox Hill, Sick World, Sophie Pecora, who isn't a reactor but an artist, you know, and Sick World also. They have been so supportive of what we do yep. as mental health people, and yeah. it's really cool. So it's really cool. We never knew other people saw anything we did. <laughs> and I know. When we heard that we, from Marley and Benjamin. It was like, wait, other people saw. Yeah. Whenever our that, whenever that happened, I'm like. What what just happened? Like they're they're so big. Like why why would they talk to yeah. us? And then it's like it's it's just crazy to see that. And then to see like guys like Crypt and then Dax and people like yeah. that that have millions of subscribers. Like mm -hmm. they actually know who we are now. Yeah, it's like crazy to see that because we still feel I th I feel like we still feel like we're not mm -hmm. big or anything. We're just regular people. But yeah. to see that people are recognizing recognizing what we're doing is really cool to see. It's amazing and yeah. it is a, a blessing and we are humbled by it i am very Absolutely. humbled by that that i could just be who i am talk about what i do every day and people appreciate it and get something out of it yeah. i'm really humbled by that because it's my mission in life i want to help people and i want people to be able to see that there is hope and possibility in life mm -hmm. even when things get really bad that there is a way to overcome so yeah we found a way to do it yeah and we speaking of just like all the people who've supported us, we want to support other people too. So, I mean, if you're a smaller reaction channel watching this and you want to be on a podcast or something like that, just message us. Cause we're, we're really like low key people and we definitely want to help out as much as we can. So Marley and Benjamin, whoever it is, like. It is not easy. Yeah. And other reactors have been so supportive of us and we we're, we're grateful for that. Yeah, you know, the fact sure. that all of them, Crypt, Knox Hill, would just take the time to mention us yeah. or say, hey, thanks. Yeah. Or, you know, keep up the good work is really cool. It shows, I believe that. I believe that there's there's plenty of fish in the sea. There's plenty of pie to eat. It's not a slice <laughs> of pie where if I get one, you don't have one now. I think there's plenty for everybody. I believe yeah. in the abundance mentality in life, mm -hmm. that there's plenty for everybody. And that if we can support each other, everybody will do great. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> it's so fun. So January yeah. was cool because it was filled with tons of growth and it was filled with change. We started doing something different. That three-week mm. turnaround we did 
was a huge risk of ours. I think we actually lost subscribers from it. The momentum we had, if we're being honest now and looking back, because everything started dropping a little bit, but you know what? That wasn't our purpose. Like our purpose was to have fun and our purpose was to do different things and try new things like it is now, right? So we were just bent on, don't worry about where this goes. Like yeah. let's, it's gonna go where it's gonna go. We're way ahead of where we should be anyway. Let's put out great content new ideas, change up the pace and see what everybody thinks. Oh, absolutely. I think that's still our motto today. Like, I mean, just, just the fact that we can react to so many new and different artists and not really care like what the growth is like. Of course we want to grow, but also we want to, you know, work towards our mission, which is spreading mental health awareness. So whatever mm -hmm. songs that is, we're going to try to find those songs and we're going to try to react to those because that's our goal. Like our goal, mm -hmm. obviously, one of our goals is to grow, but the main goal is to spread that mental health awareness. Yes. So that's yeah. what I have to say about that. Absolutely, especially in today's world. Yeah. yeah. So anything else on the Man, kind of January? It's been a what blast. Else? So that's why we decided to just take, let's take all of January because it was a huge boom. That was a growth month and a place where we kind of had our footing finally. Yeah. And so I love January as pressure packed as it was. It was probably, to be really honest, my most stressful month yeah. with Nick going away, with us changing things up and with trying to see that there was a lot of momentum here. And so now it was almost like, oh, people are relying on this. So we need to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. After that, I felt some relief after February started kicking in and we did those three weeks. I felt like things kind of settled into a groove, but... Uh, January was a blast. And thanks to each of you who've listened. Some people comment to us and it's like, I've been here since the very beginning. And it's so cool to see people who've been here all along. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would agree with you. January is probably one of my most stressful months too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing how hard it is when you have two people working on something and then one of them has to go away yeah. to do it virtually. Like, it's just like any relationship that's long distance. Yeah. It's not easy I mean, especially for us with just the files back and forth, but also like communication is amazing <laughs> when you're calling each other every day. Sure, that's great, but it's different than being in person. Yeah. So it's just, it's something that it's hard to talk about, like to explain it, but it, it just is. Like if you want to see what we feel like, just go away from somebody that you care about. It's really hard. And I'll tell you this, no kidding. Like that distance is tough. And when, especially when re you rely on somebody. Yeah. A little bit of behind the scenes insight here, because some reactors will talk about it, but some won't. Most people have other jobs. Like most people aren't just sitting here on yeah. YouTube all day. Most of them have to support themselves or their family another way. And, you know, luckily for me, I have my career. I'm on the tail end of my career. I've been doing it 25 years and it's been a great career. I love it and I don't want to stop it. So I don't have to rely on this at all, but most people do other things. And little behind the scenes, it is a lot of hard work to do something like this that we're learning as we go. Like, <laughs> I'll speak for me. Nick can speak for him. For me to learn how to do reactions, the, the way that I really... To, to portray the image I want you to see, which is the real Tom. And I think Nick could go back and watch every reaction we've done, and he'll tell you when it started to turn and where the real Tom is versus the Tom that's just in the beginning kind of frozen there and really concentrating and focusing and having yeah. no emotion. 
that it took me time to learn how to do reactions and it took me time to learn this music on the spot. Yeah. And it also took me time to learn how to communicate with Nick about what my responsibilities are. And this is literally like doing live TV in a way because we don't sit here and edit like crazy on these videos. Mm -hmm. Nick does a great job of cleaning them up, but we don't chop, chop, chop all the way yeah. through the videos. So we're actually pretty much just recording them straight up and then putting them out. And I don't think people realize there's a lot of learning as oh, we go absolutely. with this. And we don't know some things we're doing yeah. until after. I mean, I can say my piece too, but for you to like do reactions and to literally like just you're on, like, yes. like go. And there's no like, oh, let me start over. I mean, obviously you, you have mess ups and you start over. But for the most part, you're just going through. And yeah. if you're eight minutes into a video... You got to keep going. You going. can't stop. And so if you messed up or whatever, you just yep. got to keep going with it. And that's how, I mean, I feel on this podcast too. Like I'm definitely not super comfortable in front of the camera like this, but I just got to keep going. Like mm -hmm. I don't have a choice. So I definitely feel you there. But also for me and what I, you know, what I've had to learn, it's unbelievable the amount of stuff I've had to learn yeah. through this, like to make this work to, you know, when we talk about Tom, when I'm going back to school with Tom needing to know how to send videos to record videos, I had to learn all that at once too. So like, I mean, I learned it before, but you know, all that stuff I had to learn also. And so it's just, all of this has been a learning process. There's hardly anything we knew how to do before mm -hmm. this. That's um, a great point. And so like we had to learn almost everything we're, everything you see us doing on here, we've had to learn basically. Yep. So it's, it's definitely crazy. Neither how of works. us have a communications background or a graphic design background or a marketing background in terms of like understanding yeah. the ins and outs of OBS and of different software and of YouTube. Like there's been a lot of learning, mostly on Nick's part to be able to, we make it look easier, I think, than it actually is. <laughs> yes, and, it, and I think that's definitely. what I want people to appreciate that a lot of reactors don't talk about. It's a lot of it's a lot of difficulty editing. It's a lot of difficulty scheduling. It's difficult managing the comments. It's difficult managing the content and how we keep the system running smoothly. Like it takes a lot of forward thinking yeah. and we have to correct things as we go. Notice we're six months in and we finally have the microphones that we really want because number one, it's taken Nick a long time to research that and find just the right thing. But number two, we had to be able to afford it. And number three, there were other things that we yeah. had to do before that that weren't as important. And so Absolutely. we definitely totally. didn't get set up with like this amazing studio <laughs> in the beginning and yeah. all this equipment. And we were we had we have somebody that's hired that does all this. No, it's just yeah. us. And I mean, shout out to our thumbnail maker, Emily, though, Emily, because she has been lifesaver, amazing to do that. So that, that is one person we have hired to do yes. to, to work for us. But everything else is really having the team awesome. we've had, you know, having Charlotte over there on Discord, yeah. managing things, having your mom, my wife manage all of the merch, merch. that's yeah. gone out, having you manage the schedule and the engineering and producing of all of this, having me in charge of sitting down and making sure I get the video reactions done. It's a great to having Emily do the thumbnails now, which is a huge relief. It's a great team that we have. Yeah. And I think it's what's making this so fun. Yes. So seeing the history of where we are in the beginning, it was me and you. <laughs> and now we have gotten yeah. to a point, thankfully, where we have great support. 
And I think it shows in a great Discord yes, server. Absolutely. I think it shows in great thumbnails. It shows mm -hmm. in great content that you're putting out. And it shows in me learning how to do reactions yeah. a different way. And I think we've heard great feedback from yeah. people. I was just going to say how, how, you've, how you've evolved <laughs> and how, like, at the beginning, like, not throwing any shade at all. Because, you know, I think if you look at everybody at the beginning, um, they weren't great. But especially with with you, how you know how static you were, that's probably how y'all think I look because I'm new to this too, and so I'll eventually learn how to do it. But at the beginning, how how you were then to how you are now, and just yourself, yeah, I mean that's huge. I mean, I think everybody on this journey has evolved, and we'll get into more of that once yeah. we talk about like February and March and just down the line how we how we evolved, what we did. But you know what else yeah. is hard for me. Words of affirmation are a huge love language for me. So words matter to me. Comments matter to me, even though I know, and you've been so good at saying, Dad, <laughs> don't comment on that. Don't respond to that person. But comments do matter. And we get, we get compared, like is natural, right? I do that when I watch other reactions. We get compared to other people who did the same reactions. And maybe other people are better at it, or maybe other people had better insight. They understood the song better. Man, this happens with 21 Pilots all the time because I am literally yeah. playing catch up. But yeah. it's difficult, right? When we're compared to where other reactors are and what they do. And so it's like a constant pressure of, man, words matter to me. And I have to really just brush that off and say, you're doing this for fun. It's a great time. And worst case scenario, we do everything we can to put yeah. the best content out. There was some quote I heard either today or the day before something about like you can't look at other people you gotta look just yeah. focus on yourself and like what you're doing and you do that to the best of your ability yep. and whatever other people do that's great for them but you gotta worry about yourself and so it is hard to especially because we have such a big following yeah. and we have other reactors that we don't want to be in competition with them yeah. but we also look at them to see what they do and yeah. kind of build upon that and so it's hard to manage yeah. all of that and yeah. so it's really cool. It's been yeah. fun. But that goes back to that comment of what other people think about me is none of my business. Yeah. Like what, what any comment says about me, it's not my business anyway. Like it's not even, I read yep. it to try to be grateful and gracious to people and say, thank you so much for the comments. But every now and then sprinkles in some crazy and we live with that. It's okay. Yeah. This has been a blast. January was incredible. January, amazing month. Gosh, well, let's get into this. It's Q and A time. Yes. All right, Q&A time. We are here, so let me pull this up really fast. Okay. I took pictures <laughs> to get the questions today. So we have three questions. We're just okay. going to do three, so it's not a whole lot, but... Three questions. I, I may, am may or, for these. may or may not have forgotten to ask people for questions, so I'm taking old ones, but mm -hmm. we've never done these before. So first question here is from Prism Cobra one All right. Give it they to me. say, how long have you been in the therapy business and what got you into it? Yeah, 25, well, 27 years now. Honestly, I've been doing this. I didn't think about that. I always say over 25 years, but it's been a long time. I got into this field in 1995, and uh, I, was, I was really young at that point. I was 26 years old or so coming out of grad school. Nice. Anyway, uh, what got me into it? Like I've said before, I really went to grad school out of 
force because I had a psychology degree and I couldn't get a job with it. So I worked in the computer industry for a year. I didn't like wearing a suit every day. So I knew I had to go back to school. I went back to school to get a degree. Didn't know what I was going to do with my master's degree or if I'd finish it, but I did. I found a love and a passion for children, working with children, because when I studied that and I understand and understood the heart and soul of children, and by the way, it was probably one of the biggest blessings for me learning about therapy with children because it wasn't taught as much back then. I was in a program that was only one of two or three in the country at that point that was teaching about how to do therapy with children. That is the crux of anybody. And if a, if a person my age goes into therapy, all of our issues go back to childhood anyway. It's one way or another. So learning how to work with children allows you so much better to work with adults. But if you just learn to work with adults, you many times can't go work with children because you don't know how to communicate with them. Children don't talk the way we do. So I love solving problems. I love listening to people, but I realized real quickly, the therapy field is not that. Like people think that like, oh, I can fix people's problems. Well, people don't want my answers. They come in my office, Nick. Most people sit down, they're like, I want my life to be better. I want this to be fixed. I want to stop being anxious. I want to get my marriage better. But they don't want to hear what I have to say, honestly. Not until the relationship's built, they feel safe, they feel understood, they feel like I under I understand where they're coming from. Will they hear anything I have to say? So the reason I got into this field very simply when I got to grad school was that I loved the idea of understanding the human brain human behavior and patterns in behavior in life and that people really are pattern driven for the most part. And so when you can understand patterns and you can educate people on, wow, the reason that things have gotten to the point where they are in your life today is because of everything that's happened before. And if you don't want it to be that way anymore and you want it to be this way down the road, you want it to change, then what can you do today moving forward that will actually undo the patterns from the past and create new patterns? Mm. So that whole mindset was incredible to me, but working with children was my passion coming out of grad school. And it is almost all I did doing play therapy because it was phenomenal to see children. I, the one example I had was in grad school. I was at a, an elementary school. I worked with several children, but one girl in particular who was in the counselor's office every day the previous year for being in trouble. She lived in a mobile home with no electricity and no running water. It was terrible. And I worked in a very impoverished community. Mm. And when she came in to see me, she would not make eye contact. She looked down and she would just hold her hand against the wall the whole way to my playroom that I had. And she didn't speak to me for 15 weeks, zero words. And I am telling you, from day one, and it was about a month later, the counselor came to me and she said, what have, what has happened? And I said, what do you mean? I thought I was in trouble. She said, this girl has not been in my office the entire year this year. Wow. She has now become best friends with the girl she was severe enemies with last year. Hmm. And she's happy. What's happened? I said, well, maybe play therapy's working. <laughs> because she would communicate with me through writing on a chalkboard. <laughs> and she would communicate with me through painting on an easel. I mean, it was phenomenal. I saved all the paintings she had and I use it in talks that I go give. And by the end, when I told her I was leaving because I was graduating, she regressed all the way backwards. Mm. And she was so devastated and depressed that I was leaving. She never communicated that by word. She communicated by writing, just leave. I don't like you. I don't care about you. She was in third grade. 
But I had a friend of mine who was coming along behind me the next semester. His name was Tommy. My name's Tom. His name was Tommy. It was pretty cool. <laughs> he was a younger guy. He went and I, I did hear that he picked her back up as a client and she took off and did amazing. So I saw the power of play and I saw the power of the relationship and therapy with a child that totally changed her life and made her feel like she mattered and she was somebody. Wow. And that just took off. Wow. Very that cool. was so fun. So many stories I could cool tell. Either. Yeah, we should do a podcast just of your stories. Stories of therapy. Man. <laughs> All right. Next question from the Global Swede. Oh, wow. From Sweden, maybe. Oh, cool. So this person says, how can you explain how there is meaning in finding... Let me say that again. How can you explain how there is meaning in finding meaning? Especially those who aren't religious. So like, how do you find meaning in finding meaning <laughs> even religion aside which i kind of tend to shy away from religion because i think religion is a practice and i think faith and spirituality is very different and soul based so i think religion sometimes it it get it casts a bad shadow at different points but finding meaning and meaning like when you look for something because i believe everything does have a meaning yeah and when you look for a purpose and a common ground and a basis for something. And when you look at a relationship and you find meaning in a relationship, what does this give to you? What does this serve you? How does this serve you? And what can you do to give, be vulnerable and be emotional and be connected and attached in a relationship? That shows you a higher level of living, a higher level of being and a higher level of investment in life. So when you talk about finding meaning and meaning without getting into philosophical discussions, it is critical to know for me that we are here for a purpose, that we are relational beings. I believe that for human beings, we are meant to be in relationship with each other and that we can actually help each other be better people. As the quote from Rick Warren is, who wrote Purpose Driven Life, he was the pastor at Saddleback Church in uh, Utah, I believe. He wrote this great quote. He said, leaders create more leaders wannabes just create more followers. And I'll never forgotten that because if you're a true leader, you create more leaders. Michael Jordan in basketball would elevate the team he had around him. He wouldn't just be the hero and, and throw everybody else aside. He would make them better. Wannabes just create more followers. That's social media, right? I just want to get followers. I don't yep. care about the other people. That's why I love the other reactors, right? With reactions. Yeah. They support us. We support them. Because we want each other to do well. Yeah. So finding meaning and meaning, I think, is critical because most people, not most people, most people that are wounded, hurt, damaged, traumatized, abused, any of that growing up, lose hope for meaning. What's the point? Yeah. Meaning is that I'm just going to be let down. I'm going to be devastated. I'm going to be hurt. So for you to be able to see past that and realize maybe that happened to me, but it doesn't have to be my future. I can look at life and I can find a purpose in life that I don't see right now. And sometimes that's through finding a good mental health professional. And that's why I don't always say it's critical to go to a church for counseling, because I think you'll get pastoral care there. And I think sometimes it's good to have a good mental health professional, because when you look at life, even though it's been terrible in the past, your future doesn't have to be that. But if you find a meaning in your future, you will understand why you're here. Hmm. Wow. Very good answer to that. <laughs> Long-winded. That's a deep question. Yeah, very deep. Um, so, okay. This last question comes from Louisa. Louisa. She says, what was your kind of thought of Juice World when you first saw him 
or your first thoughts basically of Juice World, and do you think that he affects the minds of others in a good or bad way? Wow, what a great question, Louisa. That right. is solid, very deep, very good. I'm going to give you my honest, unedited version of what I thought initially with Juice World. Here's another rapper that's a drug addict, that's a negative influence on society. Mm -hmm. To be totally honest with you, as a mental health professional, because I didn't understand the rap industry, I didn't understand music, I didn't even understand Juice World. So yes, judgmental. I've already said one of my character defects is judgment. <laughs> I just naturally, I fight that all the time. And I think I say it to keep me from being so judgy of things. I really had that impression that, well, here's another guy glamorizing drug use and showing, but man, was I wrong. Mm -hmm. I completely missed that. So my initial impression is what the rest of society many times thinks. And I was wrong. And that's, that's not at all accurate. And I understood that as I watched the documentary, as I listened to the comments people left after the reactions, and as I watched more Juice World videos, the gentle spirit he has had in his videos that he had in life to people, yeah. the meaning and impact in the lyrics that he says, and the fact that I believe he was saying, you don't have to live the life I've lived. You don't have to go down the same path I've gone down. You don't have to live with anxiety, trauma, stress, depression, the way that I have. I know I'm not coping well all the time, but I believe he had a gentle heart and spirit and he wanted, I think he loved people and he wanted people to not go down the same yeah. path. So anybody who tells me, yeah, juice world, let's light it up, man. Let's just <laughs> pop the perks. And I don't believe he yeah, would want that. That's not what he wanted. Yeah. I think he would want people to find, well, talk about meaning, find a higher meaning in life yeah. than that. Nope. And so when I first met judgmental negativity, after I began to watch, I thought, there's something here that I haven't gotten. There's an education I need to get right here. And I think that's why people at Reaction Therapy have appreciated some of what I've done mm. is that I'm being as honest as I can be. And I'm a student. I'm learning yeah. as we go. And so what was the second part of the question? Just oh, like negative or positive, like. Completely positive. The, the only negative I can say for Juice World, which is classic, number one, because of his age, number two, because of the industry in mm -hmm. he's in, and number three, because he's just brutally honest and it comes off the top of his head. It gets a yeah. little abrasive sometimes, a little bit sexist, a little bit, <laughs> just a little yeah. intense, Yeah. but totally positive in terms of the message that I think he sends to the world. And I will stand up against anyone in my industry that tries to speak negative, negatively mm -hmm. about that because- yeah. I would tell you if I thought a rapper was here for no good. Yeah. And maybe there are some out there that we just don't react to because we're mental health focused. Maybe yeah. there are other rappers it's like that Tom would completely be turned off of. Oh, because, there definitely are. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm getting a glimpse of him, which is just an endearing spirit, a sweetheart, yep. and a guy who loved people. Yeah. That's yeah. a great answer to that question. Cool. Yeah. Well, those are all the questions so we that's have today. The, the brutal honesty of Tom that maybe y'all didn't <laughs> know before. I didn't come into doing reaction therapy. It wasn't even reaction therapy in the beginning, was it? No. I didn't even come into this with a positive attitude on Juice World. Yeah. I didn't come in with a negative, like, I'm just going to find a way to rip this guy up. You can tell that from the first yeah. video. But I didn't come in with yeah. the, yes, Juice World is yeah. awesome. Well, I don't think you come in to anybody and <laughs> trying to like rip them up. Well, that's not our goal. Our goal is to yeah. find some mental health yeah. in anything. So, and it's not who we are. Yeah. Me or not. Nick. Definitely not who we are. Cool. Well, let's now. I but thanks made to it. you, by the way, for finding the list of people and putting that music in front of me. You're the yeah. one that decided that I never would have done that. So, thank you. Yeah. No. Yeah. You got it. So, now I put a transition in here now. Let's get oh, into this. Yes. 
the quote of the podcast. Oh, I love this. Yes. So what is your quote of the I was gonna I was about to say a quote earlier, but I'm like, maybe that's the quote of the podcast. I'm not gonna say it. Quote of the podcast today. Again, I'm using quotes that I've heard, that I've said. Nick's heard it many times. My family's heard this many times. But I really believe it, and it kind of ties into today when you talk about finding meaning and meaning. And I believe it comes from Buddha or it comes from somewhere else, an old ancient somewhere. I don't know that he's even tied to anybody, but I've learned it through 12-step. People who go through 12-step programs and through understanding addiction, that when the student is ready... The teacher will appear. Nick's heard this so many times. Everything. I, f- I feel like this whole segment is going to just be like, oh, not this one again. <laughs> I love it. I when the these. student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I know a lot of people have heard this quote before, Yeah. but it sticks with me because whenever somebody really wants help, and I want to say this to a lot of my clients because they're like, I just want things to be better. I just want things to get fixed. I just want to stop this misery or this pain. And I could lean to them and say, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And what that basically means is when you're ready to hear, the wisdom will be shown. In other words, I probably have already told my client the answer, but they haven't heard it because they're not ready to hear it yet. So when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And when you're ready and your ears are open and your heart is open, all of a sudden things wind up. And I have people that come into my office, Nick. And three months after treatment, I've been working with them. They will come in and say, I was talking to my sister this weekend. And she said this and this and this. And it made total sense. And all of a sudden, I get it, Tom. Like, it Mm. makes sense to me. And I'm thinking, I said that to you three months ago. (laughs) And the very same words. And you didn't, like, get it at all. And now you go to your sister. And it's because they were finally at a place where they could hear. When the student is ready... The teacher will appear. That's a go. That's a go on for just life in general. I mean, yep. in anything, like when you're ready, you're going to hear it, and it may not be. You it maybe would have been better for you if you would have heard it from the first person, but you weren't ready for it then. So, yeah, really cool. Love that. I can't even remember the quote that I was thinking of earlier, but there was definitely one. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's a great quote. Lots Love of it. great quotes out there. We'll keep them coming. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, anything else you want to say to the lovely people out there before we wrap up? Again, thank you for being a part of Reaction Therapy. The family keeps growing bigger and bigger, and you keep welcoming the new people in, and you keep welcoming us back into your lives every day. And we love doing this. I can't wait. I am super pumped to get down the road with interviews with different artists and one day to be able to go out and start going to concerts for different artists we've reacted to. Yeah, I want to do that because I think it'd be a great experience, wouldn't it? To come back and talk about seeing these artists live. It'd be awesome. It'd be really fun. Can't wait for it. Yeah. So I will say, Go uh, look at the Patreon. We get, you get, no, we get, you get an extra episode every week for, of this podcast. If you, if you like this podcast and you want a little extra, go check that out. You also get this podcast a week before it comes out on YouTube. So it's a really good idea. Totally worth it. And by the way, we did just start offering a yearly membership yes. to Patreon. You yep. can subscribe for a year at a time, pay it all up front. You're done for a year and you get a 15% discount right off the bat with that and it locks you in for the whole year so Mm. think about that consider it because this bonus episode is going to be really cool as time goes on and also the extra content that comes in and the getting the the content ahead of time patreon totally worth it not to mention supporting 
all of the work that we're trying to do here and we keep trying to make reaction therapy better yeah i mean the bonus episode i mean in there you might have a chance to win some merch or something else so that yep. i mean you but you have to be able to be a part of it so you gotta merch requests all of it everything yep. also i will say go to the discord there's a lot of cool people on mm-hmm. there if you want just a community commute well i can't even say the word yes. community go over there there's a lot of people over there and if you want some merch we have our merch website in the description below. Get Tom to 10K on TikTok. We're almost there. <laughs> so we right. post on TikTok pretty regularly. Regu- That's another yeah. word I can't say. We this. keep doing that as regularly as I can because I know life's very busy. I've got clients. I'm in between clients trying to do stuff like this. I'll start duetting a little bit more on TikTok, Ooh, putting fun. stuff out on Instagram. But again, we are a small operation here, and yep. I am old. I, I'm not old. I'm old compared to the typical of people doing this. And yeah. so it's hard for me to keep up. I'm yeah. trying though. Yeah, we're doing our best. Um, yeah, any any suggestions, definitely go down in the comments below. And I think that'll do it. Especially throwing us your questions for Q&A. Yes. We want to hear more. Thanks Q&A, so much. I appreciate sure. y'all being here. Yep. All right. And we will see you on the next, next Reaction, Reaction Therapy, Therapy Podcast. Podcast.